Welcome in, everybody, to our instant reaction to Alabama-Mississippi State. The Crimson Tide getting the big 40-17 to win on the road against the Bulldogs there in Starkville tonight. A really fun game for the Crimson Tide. After a slow start, they, they kind of find their feet and get rolling there uh, in, in the first quarter. Uh, Jake, uh, how you doing, buddy? And what do you think about that contest? I'm doing good, Stacey. And, uh, man, you know, I felt like the, the first quarter was more of a feeling-out session, trying to get – you know, getting to the swing of things, uh, and and then the second quarter we finally found our footing, and finally had a a big turnover uh, defensively that that led to a touchdown. Offense started rolling a little bit, started clicking, and then uh, then we just started getting the groove, and we pretty much had the the crowd out of it uh, at halftime, and and uh, they kind of got back in the third quarter, but. We silenced it back uh, in the, you know, with a couple of drives in the third quarter, and then of course in the fourth quarter as well. So, that that's my my initial takeaways on on the game. Yeah, big time performance from the defense when, from a turnover perspective, Jake. They were able to create uh, three turnovers, return one for a touchdown. Uh, Caleb Downs was able to get his first career interception, so that was nice to see. Yeah, uh, just a really good performance from the defense. I, there was a couple series where they. They gave up some some yardage and, and third down conversions to Mississippi State, but uh, overall it was a really good performance from the defense. And we're going to get into the stats here in just a minute, but uh, we do have a poll up right now. Uh, you know, want to hear what your grade is for Alabama's performance tonight? A, B, C, or other? Uh, I thought it was a I thought it was a pretty good performance. I think there's a lot of things they could have done better, despite it being a 40 to 17. Uh, margin for the Crimson Tide, which, you know, I think maybe one of the biggest takeaways that I have, Jake, is the fact that, you know, playing on the road, there's been a lot of miscues lately for Alabama. And after that first couple series where, you know, snaps were bad, a couple sacks, they really just settled into the game. And, and you know, they never really had any miscues after that. So uh, a really good performance as far from a mental standpoint for the team, being able to kind of overcome the the early – uh, lapses from 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 the offense and and really kind of find their rhythm and get into the game and avoid those costly mistakes that that's really plagued them on the road over the past several seasons. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I was really impressed. Um, you know, with the whole team tonight. Uh, like you said, it was a great team win. Um, and you know, there was uh, there was a couple of mishaps. Um, I feel like uh, Tuskegee Airman said. Uh, um, Milrose seen comfortable after two consecutive runs. He finally got into it. It felt like a little bit with, with those big runs. And then, you know, he, you can see his progression. You can see his growth. He's starting to, to see the field a little bit better. He's starting to find guys, you know, when his first and second option's not there, he's either taking off or he's going, uh, and he threw out a couple, uh, to Jace McClellan a little bit tonight in the flats uh, as his third option. So, uh, you know, that, that's the thing. I mean, that was his, what, fifth career start, I think, fourth or fifth. So, right. I mean, it's going to take time. I, and another thing I was really impressed with, I really thought the offensive line played really well uh, on, mm -hmm. you know, run and pass block tonight. And I think that that was a key as well. Yeah, it was the offensive line's best performance of the season, no question about it. And, uh, you know, I think even the sacks that they did have, most of them were – you know, really Milrow just holding on to the ball a little bit too long instead of throwing it away or taking off. But, uh, you know, Milrow got things started there in the first quarter, Jake, with that 53-yard touchdown run, just showing off his elite athleticism, Jake. And, you know, that's what you have with Milrow. You know, you're, you're going to take some lumps with him as a quarterback as he continues to grow and develop. But he offers you that type of play that, 
you know, 99% of other quarterbacks cannot give you. So uh, I think, like you said, he's continuing to grow and make progress as a passer and, and kind of, you know, reading the defense and making going through his progressions that way. But uh, he's, he's really maturing. And what he gives you on the ground, two rushing touchdowns today, uh, is just something you don't get from most other quarterbacks. So uh, he's making up for, for what he's lacking as far as being a true drop-back passer at this moment with what he can do with his feet. So you kind of got to – it's a give-and-take relationship right now for, with Jalen Milrow, but really pleased with the offensive line, the way they opened up lanes and for, for Jace McClellan, Rodell Williams, and then even Rodell Williams there – uh, I mean, uh, Justice Haynes there late in the game yeah. had a little bit of a, a couple good runs there. So that was nice to see, but – a really good performance for, for this Alabama offense as far as kind of controlling the line of scrimmage and, and really having and imposing their will uh, on Mississippi State for the majority of the contest. Yeah, absolutely, man. I really thought that, that like you said, the offensive line had had one of its best games uh, this year, and uh, that that is an improvement. You know, I feel like Caden Proctor had a really, a really great game. His name's been called a bunch because he's been giving up a lot of sacks. Uh, but he really, really uh, had a great game tonight. And uh, overall, the offensive line, I, you know, I, we talked about they're going to get better. It's just, you know, th this offense is going to get better. It's just we got so many young guys in key positions. It's going to take some time. One thing that, that we've been harping on is getting that rushing attack going. I feel like if we get the rushing attack going, it will help Miro get in the swing of things, get in the groove of the game. And that's what we did early on. We started we started establishing the run, Stacy, and uh, and really got Milro going uh, early. No doubt, I'm going back through the chat, Jake, and I got to get to Ben Ross, 88. He says, "Mad Coach Saban has returned." Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've seen Coach Saban as fired up uh, in the last I don't know two seasons, maybe as he was tonight. I, I, he he went off on multiple occasions, and that fire. It w was so much fun to see the way he laid yeah. into Terry on Arnold. He laid into the Tra Travaris Robinson once, uh, laid into the officials a couple times. Uh, well, it, mad coach Saban is, is a fun coach Saban to watch. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. I, when, when he was chewing Terry on Arnold out, I was like, where, where have you been all, you know, all season and really the last two years is we hadn't really seen that fire. Uh, it seems like, and uh, I mean, he was on it all night, I and mean, he was still getting on players in the fourth quarter. And we're up, you know, forty to seventeen on guys. And of course, he he laid it, he chewed into a uh, to the reporter at halftime too. So uh, you know, that's that's a typical Saban we've been missing. And I'm glad he's back because I think Saban knows, like he said, once he once he yelled at the team, they started playing better. I think he knows <laughs> this team is is good. And this team can be great. It's just we just got to get some motivational factor in there, and and Saban's going to be that motivational factor. Yeah, and you know one thing about Milrose play tonight—he never once forced the ball into to a bad situation. Was made really good decisions, and I felt like his run running ability early in that game it kind of set the tone and gave him confidence for the remainder of the game. So I, I was really pleased with the way Milrow played. Of course, you know, Mississippi State's not a great defense. It's not going to be anything like they're going to face next week against Texas A&M. So he's going to have to continue to develop. But a really good a really good performance from Milrow tonight, the way he allowed his feet to make the plays for, uh, offensively early on. Then the, the running game got going for Roydell and for Jace. And then he was able to do his job in distributing the football tonight. You know, 10 of 12 passing, 164 yards. Should have had a touchdown pass. I'm sorry, that was a catch yeah. by Nye Black in the end zone. Uh, an incredible, 
effort by Nye Black. I can't believe they didn't even review that. Uh, two, two plays in a row where the officials really messed up. The Nye Black scored there, and the very next play, Mississippi State jumps off sides, and they call mm-hmm. false start on Alabama. Yeah. So uh, two bad plays in a row for the officials there. But uh, I, I thought Nye Black was a difference maker in this game as well. And, and you and you got you get the feeling that, that Tommy Reese is – wanting to kind of focus on Nye Black and getting him the ball a little bit more. Uh, you know, it got called back, but he picked up some, a nice play on kind of a little quick toss to him in, in the backfield, uh, kind of in a, in a jet sweep type play for Nye mm-hmm. Black. So you, you see that Reese is wanting to get him involved as much as possible uh, in the offense uh, because of his ability to make plays. He's such an explosive athlete, you know, at 6'4", 240, but, you know, really has wide receiver skills as a tight end. So uh, getting Nye Black the ball will be will be important for Alabama moving forward. Yeah, I agree, Stacey. Uh, Nye Black, uh, he was mentioned uh, early in the season about being a mismatch uh, for defenses, and, and you saw a little bit of that tonight. I mean, you saw it all, all year, honestly. When he's got the ball, uh, he, he's become a problem in the open field. So, uh, I mean, the, the touchdown tonight, didn't he have one against uh, – Texas, I think, that got called back uh, because of a penalty. So, I mean, he's he's starting to get, you know, start going in on his own and, and getting to his groove as well. So, um, and one thing, one more thing about Milrow, Saban had talked about this week how he wanted a a point guard at quarterback. I mm-hmm. feel like Milrow was a point guard tonight. He, he made the plays when he needed to. He didn't force anything. Biggest thing is no turnovers at all. So, yep. No doubt, no doubt. No turnovers, took care of the football, distributed the ball well, and also used his legs. So really what you're looking for Milrow to do this this season, especially the early portion of the season, uh, he done what you wanted. So for, I, I was really pleased with the way he played. You look there at the rushing stats from Alabama. You know, you had you had three guys with, with 10 plus carries. That's a good way, a good healthy way of, of kind of keeping those guys fresh and wearing down the opposing team, you know, uh, Jace McCullough, 15 carries, 63 yards. He was so close to busting several runs in this yeah. game. And you could tell he was wanting to break one so bad. You know, Roydale steady as can be, 10 carries, 44 yards. And like I mentioned, Jace McCullough get, or uh, Justice Haynes gets in there late in the game, four carries, 22 yards, showed off his his good skill and his great balance there on that one run where he, you know, twists away from a defender and somehow manages to keep his balance uh, to get a few more yards. So, uh, running game is definitely coming along and improving week in and week out. And next week's going to be a tough task against Texas A&M, who has a stout defensive front, Jake. Five-star players across the board. So it's not going to be an easy task, especially on the road. But uh, you get them where it's not a night game, so I think that's going to help Alabama a little bit as well. But uh, really, really good performance offensively. Uh, Jake, as we, as we look at the defense real quick, uh, a game where – it was all about turnovers, Jake. Uh, forcing turnovers, something that this team has struggled with. You know, really, last year was a struggle. I think they had seven interceptions as a team last year mm-hmm. uh, all in all of 22, and I think they have five so far this season, yeah. five or six. So mm-hmm. they, they've basically matched the total from last season already in, in, in five games. So a really good start for the secondary on the season. Two lockdown corners in Kool-Aid and Terrion. Caleb Downs is continuing to be a superstar for this team as a true freshman. Uh, once again, right up there with the leading tacklers uh, in the game. I thought Jihad Campbell played outstanding for Alabama. Trez Marshall played outstanding with two sacks. Dallas Turner gets another sack. So uh, Malachi Moore's all over the field. Just mm-hmm. a really good performance by the defense outside of about two possessions of the game uh, where Mississippi State – 
you know, kind of, you know, converted a couple third down and longs and was able to move the ball and, you know, had had a couple good running plays as well. Uh, but, you know, Mississippi State's got a pretty good offense, Jake. They put up 30 points last week on the road against South Carolina. So uh, they're not a bad offensive team. They got a veteran quarterback. I think he made his 38th career start tonight. So mm-hmm. played a lot of football, but forcing turnovers was critical for Alabama. Uh, and and the, the way they were able, you know, total yards, 261 for, for Mississippi State. So mm-hmm. uh, just that's a great number defensively for Alabama. Uh, only 107 passing yards for Mississippi State. That is yeah. that is incredible. Uh, but Really good job by the defense, uh, right forcing forcing three turnovers. That's going to win you a lot of football games, especially if you can turn one of those into a touchdown. So, great job by the defense. If that, you know, this game was really what this Alabama team needs to be: really good on special teams, uh, establish a physical running game, don't turn the football over, and then play opportunistic defense, force turnovers, get a couple, get a non-offensive touchdown if you can. That's the Alabama way, and that, that's what it, it looked a lot like an old school Alabama win, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was, man. Uh, Trez Marshall was all over the field tonight as well. Uh, I thought he had a really good game. Uh, and Campbell, like you had mentioned as well, filling in for Deontay Lawson. Um, couple, couple of series, like you said, kind, kind of got away from Bama, giving up, uh, you know, they had like two or three conversion on third down. Um, but other than that, the, the defense is really solid. and and I mean, this secondary, I, I would dare say, is probably the best in the country right now. I mean, it, it just the way they attack and the way they are playing. I mean, Kool Aid had, had a nice pass breakup uh, late in the game that that got them off the field on fourth down, allow us to run the clock out. Uh, and Arnold as well just been a lot down corner, and, and it seemed like he started playing a lot better once Seven got in his face and told <laughs> told him it was like, man, you know, what are you doing out there? And uh, and then it was awesome to see Saban later on go over there to him and point at him and say, hey, you're doing, you know, he's like, hey, you're doing what I told you to do. And, and you know, Arnold was like, you know, nod his head. So that, that's great to see. Yeah, a lot of fun. All right, Jake, uh, I want to get to the chat here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Milrose established himself as a leader and solidifying his starting spot. I think having just one quarterback through the game helps with getting in a groove, no doubt. I think that helps build build continuity and chemistry with with the rest of the offensive players. Uh, Reese needs to change up change it up with play calling. Rush, rush, pass is way too predictable and will kill us against better teams. Um, well, I think tonight that was basically the case because they were having so much success on the ground. So mm-hmm. uh, this team is continuing to build off that Texas loss, feeding off each other. Agreed. One thing's for sure, we've got one of the best running back rooms in college, no doubt. Defense is good enough to carry us when having a bad game. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. a key for this team, Jake. The, the defense is going to keep you in, in every game. So, like Emilio did today, it's about taking care of the football. Just take care of the football, lean on the running game, lean on Jace McClellan, Rodell Williams, and that those stable of backs, and just make the plays that are there to be made. You don't have to be special. Uh, you don't have to do anything – just extraordinary, but the truth is he's probably going to because of his elite athleticism. And those two touchdown runs were incredible. I know the one was only 10 yards, but I don't know how he got there. Uh, <laughs> the two dudes had an angle on him and he somehow gets in the end zone. So he, he, he's just, he's so elite with the ball in his hands that uh, it, it's hard for <laughs> defenders to keep up with him. Yeah. I thought it was kind of, kind of funny, funny and cool, but uh, that they kept, comparing him to Michael Vig, I'm like, man, you know, Milrow still got some some things to work on. Now, now his deep ball is is excellent. 
he had some really good passes animated tonight, and he started mm-hmm. his decision making's getting there. So his speed is a killer, just like Michael Vitz was in the day. So you know, if he continues to improve, you know, you can see what this offense and how this offense is going to going to be, you know, moving forward. Yeah, uh, C. Smith fifty four ten says Milrow is growing every game and making better decisions. Would like to see the wide receivers more involved, but I like where. Uh, we are headed on offense. Defense looks elite. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up in a nutshell right there. Uh, Milrose continuing to grow and develop. The offensive line is, is is finding their way, creating lanes for the running backs, uh, and the defense is flying around the field making plays, getting after the quarterback, forcing turnovers, and, and just playing an elite brand of defense right now. Uh, the truth is they might be the best defense in the country at this point of the season. Yeah, I – I'm not trying to be a homer here, but but I I mean it's hard to argue at this point, you know that, that they are. Yep. All right. Well, Jake, it was a great performance from Alabama tonight. A real a really good team performance. Offense did their job. Defense did their job. Rockard four for four for forty uh, for on, on his field goal attempts. Uh, Kendrick Law had a couple nice kick returns. Mm-hmm. James Burnett punt punted punted like a hero tonight. That one yep. that he pinned at the one yard line on the first punt was was just incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Uh, and I want I want to mention one guy, Jake, before we you know just look at Texas Texas A&M for just a brief moment before we wrap it up. Jacory Brooks, Jake, a junior wide receiver who who I think there's no question about it is having a disappointing season from an op- offensive perspective, Jake. I think he's got like two or three catches on the year, Jake, for maybe ten yards. So he hasn't really been that involved offensively, but he is playing his tail off on special teams, Jake. So yeah. what that tells me is he's he, he's bought in to being a team player and doing whatever he can to help this team. And so I, I just want to I, I just wanted to give him a quick shout out and, and give him the you know give him the credit where it's due because he, he's playing hard despite not having the the offensive season that I'm sure he was hoping to have here as a junior. Yeah, yeah, he had uh, one one pass on him thrown to him tonight is like a wide receiver screen. I mean, he almost broke. I think he got, he got tripped up by, by the shoe, like just the shoelace tackle type deal. Uh, but, uh, you know, he has not really gotten it going, but I, yeah, but like you said, he has bought in, uh, with the team and, uh, you know, there's so many great wide receivers. I feel like that, you know, and with the emergence of, of Jalen Hale, you know, coming out as a, as a freshman. Uh, so, these guys that they're all going to be on the field at, at some point and they're all going to be wanting the ball, but you know, only three, three guys can be out there at one time. So we, we still need to establish who our go-to is going to be. I feel like bond is, is that guy right now. Uh, I do feel like hell could, could be, be it moving forward in the season. Once he gets a little bit more, more game experience as well. Yeah. Well, and a lot to do with, with the fact about receivers, and snap counts, uh, doing a lot of 12 personnel, Jake. So, you know, then you're taking the receiver off the field when you do that. So um, I think that's affected both Brooks and, and I think it affected Burton tonight because of the way Alabama played offense. They were basically in 12 personnel the entire game. So yeah, uh, it was basically Isaiah Bond and, you know, another receiver on the field tonight. So it, it, <laughs> Nye Black was moving all over the place, which is something yeah. I like to see. So uh, – I, I, I like what the offense is becoming. They're starting to create that identity. And, you know, they're just going to get better and better as the weeks go by. So it's, it's really encouraging to see the way they played tonight. No turnovers, no real costly mistakes, despite the, the early uh, snap typhoon uh, yeah. from, from, from Seth McLaughlin, which has got to get corrected. 
But uh, I don't know what's happened to him. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happened to Seth, but that's got to get fixed quick. But mm-hmm. Jake, real quick before we head out, uh, Texas A&M next week on the road at College Station, another tough road environment. Jake, can Milrow once again go in and play a mistake-free game on the road against a really talented team uh, who's who's going to be playing with a backup quarterback, but a guy who's really experienced and is, is a good player, Max Johnson. Uh, they got a lot of good weapons on the perimeter. They got a good stable of running backs as well. So it, it's just I think it, it goes back to just playing a mistake-free game offensively and just kind of do your job, let that defense make plays, and lean on that running game. And I think they can escape College Station with a win again. Yeah, I agree, Stacey. Um, I think Milro, like we have said, he's going to get better each each and every game that he plays in. He's starting to look a lot better. Um, you know, I think somebody mentioned earlier the, the biggest things for him now he's got to work on is getting rid of the ball. You know, if he's if he's running out of the pocket and there's nobody open, instead of taking a sack or, or getting, you know, even getting back to the line of scrimmage, just throw it away, you know, just that, that way you save a, a couple yardage yardages and uh, – but it's going to be a tough environment. Like you said, it is a 2-30 game, so we won't have to deal with, with it being at night. Um, but, you know, th- this team is, is special, I feel like. And it's going to be – it's all going to hinge on, on defense making plays. We're going to need another, uh, as I call it, not, the, I feel like, against uh, uh, A&M to, to get the ball rolling. If we can weather the storm early on like we did tonight, I think we're going to be all right. I agree 100%. It's just like you said, it's about weathering that storm early on, getting past the the emotion that, that happens when you're playing on the road in, in an environment like that, uh, and, and just you know, just take care of business, Jake. This, this team, like you said, they, they have something – it seems like they have something special about them. I, you know, I don't – how far that takes them, I don't know. But I, I like the mental makeup of this team. They seem to be tough. They seem to be uh, hungry. They seem to be aggressive. They seem to be physical. So hopefully that can kind of carry into next week in the college station and come away with another road win before uh, heading back home for Arkansas. And, you know, you get to that week, you're halfway through the season, Jake. And uh, before you know it, uh, November is going to be rolling around and you're you're playing some of your big-time rivals. So mm-hmm. the season is moving right along. Alabama sits at 4-1 and now, uh, 2-0 and in SEC play, heading into college station uh, in week six, looking to make another big win on the road. Uh, for the Crimson Tide. That's going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to Bleach Report for le- allowing us to do this uh, each and every week in the post game, uh, fall and album was, uh, game. So we appreciate that. Uh, if, you, if you're not already, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Tide Talk Live. You can find us there where we do preview shows, uh, predictions, and all that fun stuff over there on YouTube. So we would appreciate a subscription there. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, for Stacey Blackwood and Jake Thomas, this has been our instant reaction show. Uh, live here on the Bleacher Report app, and we'll see you guys real soon. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.